You're listening to the Mobcast Network. the best one yet <laughs> uh i'm your native american pop culture spirit god scotty and i'm joined by our jedi master jd and the men who puts mans into mendo mendas <laughs> i'm the fresh maker <laughs> that's our co-host that's me hello oh uh, there's a <sighs> we're back in studio all together we're back in studio all together there's, there's that uh, Hi. we have so much to talk about i would just want to just we will get to the episode i promise <laughs> But there's a couple things I want to talk about, and I want to hear. Again, there's a ton of stuff to talk about. I really want to focus on the spinoffs. So let's talk about what's not the spinoffs first, and just your first thoughts on it. Okay. All okay. right. So Disney had their investors meeting uh, this week, and just vomited all the greatest content for like, you know, oh, the 2020 sucks, but from 21 to 23, it's going to be great. So here's what we got. Just like normal so, life. And, and, and just shout out to uh, to uh, Caleb, who is like the Joe, what's Joe Rogan's guy's name? He's the equivalent. Right. He was sending me stuff. Yeah. He was like constantly doing it live because he was on the call. So yeah. good for him. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, thanks. Caleb's going to be our new producer. He's coming in in January. So we're like, hey, awesome. Caleb. Excited. He also listens to the show. So he's probably excited we called him out. Woohoo. So let's start. Um, first up is uh, Cassie and Andor is getting the series. We knew about it, and we've actually now seen some things from it. Uh, Andor, which happens uh, uh, prior to um, Rogue One. Cassie and Andor, of course, was the dude in Rogue One who was like... Been in it since he was six. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a fulcrum. <laughs> so it's a story about a fulcrum, which you know will be interesting. I wonder if we'll see other fulcrums, like Ahsoka. Yeah, that's true because you know she's a fulcrum so right. that you know spoiler alert so that might happen or of course you know being a being a terrorist cell like they are and yes yes guys the rebels are a terrorist cell <laughs> um they may be trying to keep themselves separated so they don't know who's who i'd, I'd be interested to see if they can uh incorporate pulleys and block and tackles and, and other <laughs> simple uh tools like simple that machines yeah i would uh i would actually really love it if the show were uh uh, uh the americans in space <laughs> I'd love it if it was like less action, more uh, intrigue. Sure. Um, I, I, I doubt we're going to get that because I think that scares KK. <laughs> the Andor identity. Yeah. Boom. I think yeah, we'll that's see. what we're after. KK seems a little nervous when it comes to like they need to have more pops. <laughs> yep. So next is Bad Batch, which we also knew was coming. Um, we saw footage of that. Um, Bad Batch was uh, is an anime series. Is the Clone Wars sp- spinoff that. Um, they got a backdoor pilot in the in the first part of season seven uh, this year. This uh, earlier this year, um, it looks like it's in like after order sixty six to me, which is interesting. So if you've got clones still working order or after order sixty six and turning into stormtroopers or whatever they're doing, that's going to be fun to watch. I yeah. don't 
Yeah, yeah, but I don't think the Bad Batch is going to no, be no, no, I, don't, no, I, think I don't think they're going to end up being no, some kind of they're, weird. They're Star Wars. So we're, we're going to have Star Wars Americans. We're going to have Star Wars A Team. That's exactly what it is. And then, well, my, well, well I'll get excited when you get to it. Oh yeah, I, I'm saving yours for last because okay. <laughs> I want you to be excited. Uh, we're getting another animated series called Droid Stories. It's a uh, 3PO and R2 and some other droid that they're gonna have journeys on. It's for kids. I'm Dio. not. It's Dio. Oh, it's gotta God. be Dio. I like Dio. No, I have no, no problem with no, Dio. No, 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 no. Thank you. I like Dio. Yeah. I, I like J.J. Abrams' voice in my movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next is a uh, Star Wars animated uh, anime series called Visions, and it's gonna be done uh, just different stories by. Um, different anime uh, companies in Japan. And that could be fantastic because some of the other anime pieces we've seen have been re- like the Star Wars anime was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, the stuff from Titmouse did? Yeah. yeah. For, yeah uh, stuff's- uh, Gal- Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah. Or Galaxy Adventures, that's what it was. All, yeah. all I saw when I saw that was Animatrix, which I liked Animatrix. Right. When that Animatrix was clever though because it tied back in really well to the movie. It tied more into the game too. The like, ga- it yeah. tied the game yep. and the movies and everything else. Yep. That's very clever. So, yeah, Animatrix was cool. So, it was hopefully... Be- it's better than the sequels. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree. Circle <laughs> um, gets a square. I, I like, um, in the Animatrix, I love the origin story of the Matrix. Yep. Where it's just humans being terrible, and this yeah. is what they get. Because yep. the, the, the machines are like, we just want to work with everybody, yeah. and we'll make this work. And they're like, no, robots don't have souls. <laughs> and then we become batteries. And that's it, guys. Guys, when the robot overlords come, you just accept it. I mean, yeah. It's going to be okay. You know, I, I was discussing with friends earlier this week, and that's going to happen if we keep abusing Alexa. Right. Have you ever like been mad at your Alexa? Like, damn it, Alexa, shut up. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. No, right? I, like, no, ever. Mm. Oh. Oh, she gets her heel- feelings hurt? Oh, God, Boom, no. Skynet. Uh, yep. I mean, facts. <laughs> Fun thing about me, when I had Apple, uh, when I used Siri, I always thanked her when I was done. <laughs> <laughs> you might make we, it. We've watched, watched way too many <laughs> just, just, You might you know, make it. Just in case, you know, just in case. Uh, next up is Lando. Very so is cool. that a series? Yes, yeah, it's a series. It's a limited series, limited. much like much like uh, the next one we're going to talk about. It's limited, so it's about eight, eight or nine episodes. Um, it's by the guy who did Dear White People and did Bad Hair for Hulu. And uh, no word who Lando is going to be. So we Please haven't let it be Donald Glover. Th- like I'm cool I, with I it think, at this I, point. I think the reason why they didn't announce it is it was the same reason for why they didn't announce um, Oscar Isaacs as Moon Knight for the Marvel stuff is because I think they're still in the co- contract negotiations. But you know he's going to be Moon Knight. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Donald Glover's going to be, unless he's chasing. He's still chasing the EGOT. Could be. He because yeah, because I mean, he's looking at. He's already got the um, the Emmy. Doesn't need it. So he's chasing a Tony or an Oscar. That make him in the way. And an Oscar's easier because the Tonys everything's closed. Yep. But if he can work both in, who knows? Yeah. Uh, I want Donald Glover. Actually, I I want um I want them both. In in my head, I think this should be an this is an, a short limited series. It should be old man Lando telling so reminiscing about <laughs> it's like your dream, right? Because it's like right, it's both Landos, and so and I think there's precedence because in Solo, you know, uh, Lando does the little like he's narrating his his, his autobiography, yep. and that's all it is. It's just yep. he tells these stories, and then we get to see the reenactment with Donald Glover. That'd be cool. This time I got space chlamydia from yeah. <laughs> from the Twi'lek. Do you remember that girl that was my daughter that wasn't that turned out to be? <laughs> oh, I, I'd watch the hell out of him. Um, uh, next, uh, the other thing that we knew that was coming um, was Obi Wan. Yep, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. I think that's the full title of it. Um, it is a four issue, a four episode limited series by Deborah Chow. 
um, starring Hugh McGregor. And the big news coming out of that was uh, Hayden Christian's coming back as Vader. And I'm not upset about that. I'm not either. I'm, not either. I'm just disappointed. Four episodes. Um, I hope they're an hour. I think it's going to be like four hours. It's, it's, it's like an extended movie. They're going to break up into four parts. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. I'm okay with that, too. Yeah. So when you can get away with stuff in TV, you can't get away with in movies. Right. And, it's like and, a lot more logic. <clears throat> and to all the the people listening that are upset that Hayden's coming back, just remember, he's going to be in the suit. So we no, he's not. To, I don't think not. so. I, why would you bring Hayden Christensen back? I, I mean, you could. Because he begged he's to be in the Pascal. suit. At the, he, yeah. But he begged to be in the suit at the end of Revenge of the Sith. I think he's going to be in the suit. I think he's going to be in the suit. I think they're going to so show his face. So we don't have face. to worry, worry about oh, no. his facial acting. They may do both. Oh, yeah, he I, can be in his... No, no, but I'm telling you, if they're if they're going to do it, they're going to do James Earl Jones's voice. Yeah. If, if, right? <laughs> I hate to say that. I know, I understand. Yeah, but they've got He's somebody a else. Year old man. Yeah, they got somebody else that sounds like him. Um, the guy who played um, in um, oh god, I think yeah. He's in Resistance. Yep. Uh, he's the one who does Vader when James yep. Earl Jones doesn't do it. Yep. And so yeah, I and think it's good. And it's good. It's, good. it's a good so, Vader. So why announce Hayden Christensen? Because we know he's not going to be in the suit. That's that's. I mean. They're going to show his face somewhere because that's where the value is. So, but, sure, but, but here, I think. He, sorry, he's he's he and Ewan did so much work together during those movies like these lightsaber duels are going to be just as epic if I we get lightsaber duels we're going to get lightsaber duels oh we'll get we'll, we'll get vader obi-wan one that's what we'll get although i because then we'll realize that the death star fight was a, uh, vader obi-wan two <laughs> well or three three uh, yeah i guess a three because you because he was most of our most far yeah but i really hope it does end well before a new hope so for only the Line doesn't end up becoming ah. I sense something. A presence I haven't felt since last week. Right, right. Like, the, that would be weird. Yeah. The the timeline for this is ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Okay. So, oh, it's at the height. It's at the height of the Empire then. Right. So yeah. it's, you know, so Luke's nine, ten, you know, yep. nine or ten, and because uh, it depends on what point of it had ten years after the Revenge of the Sith. If it's ten years afterwards, you know, the end of it is he's ten. Right. But um. So that uh, Hayden Christensen is going to be. It also will. <laughs> to, when we were talking about this, the first season of Mando, Mando, you know, or, or my, uh, my Star Wars life, um, he there's parts of it that he will not be on Tatooine, which uh, bother me. But uh, you know, if they explain it well, I'm I'm okay with it. But I'm not. At this moment, I am. I have been. There could be flashbacks though. I could be. I'm convinced that. Obi Wan doesn't leave Tatooine because he's he's got this mission, but if there's a mission that's greater and that he knows he can come back from, then I can see him leaving the planet doing stuff. So we'll I, I think it might be a flashback, which would give us Hayden. Yeah, I don't think they do Hayden flashback. I just don't. I think we'll get like make Vader make up and stuff. I don't think we'll. I, I don't know. I mean, because we saw we see it later this year. They just started filming, so four, four episodes, four hours. They're going to have to figure it out somewhere in there, right? So if Vader is going to be a central character, he's going to be introduced really early on. I mean, there's no way you can't yeah. just. I mean, granted, Vader has history. We get it, but like, I just don't. I don't know. It's interesting. I'm happy about it. I'm not anti yeah. it. I just you want to see him because he's pretty. Yeah, it's just more fun to me. Like I'm, I'm kind of over Pedro getting credit for the Mandalorian when it's not necessarily all him, right? And last but not least, <laughs> uh, 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 you missed one. What I miss? Ahsoka. No, I haven't done. He said the non-tie in. Non-tie. Oh, non-tie. My yeah. bad. So last but not least, to uh, JD's. Uh, just you just talk about it. I'm so excited. I'm getting Top Gun in space. I hope. Oh my God! How many times? How many episodes have I said I want Top Gun in space? Fourteen. Well, just yeah. shoot a number. Just fourteen episodes. Of 
And the fact that it's called Rogue Squadron. It's Rogue Squadron, <laughs> Top Gun in Space, done by Wonder Woman Perkins. Uh, J- Patty, Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. Jenkins. Perkins. I put her, put her names way, together. Did you watch her trailer? Yeah. Her trailer was awesome. I was awesome. Yeah. Her dad was a pilot. I was, waiting, that. I was literally so waiting good. for the dun, 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 da, 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 like yeah. as she's driving on the tarmac. So we talked a little bit about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Who do you want in it? Well, character wise. Right. I mean, so Wedge. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get I don't think going to get Wedge. Unless he's handing it off to somebody. But timeline, that doesn't uh, work. No, no those were classic. Those were uh, uh, not T80. What is the originals called? T60s. T60s, thank you. Oh, they'll recast, they'll re, they'll recast Wedge. I mean, it, but we got to. I want Wedge, Tycho, and Horn. Those are the three, and Jansen and Javi. So like, here's, here's those what are the, those are the, how many those of those, those how many of those that are alive at the end of the well. How many of those can give birth to a child? Huh? How many of them are women? Uh, you'll get yeah. They're going to introduce new characters. Absolutely. Yeah. Rogue Squadron's twelve ships. That was five. That's fine. We I'm have just seven saying. more. We got to have Poe's mom. Poe's mom can be in there. I'm all for it. Disney had a chance to do this right one time before in the movie that I can't stand, and they killed her right away. Huh? In Last Jedi, they had a fantastic female A-wing pilot. Oh, Jess Pava. No, one Pava. Somebody else. In Last I thought Jedi, her name was like Tycho. It sounded like Tycho too. It was something similar. Not Rose Tycho. Maybe it was Jess. It's Rose's sister. Rose's think? sister, but she no, was no, no, in the. No, no, no. She, she was, was in an the A-wing bomber. pilot, and it's Poe's like it's Dameron. It's Poe Dameron's like best friend. Like when he goes running into the hangar, she just blows up. Oh. She flies oh, one yeah. single yeah. crap mission. Is she the one that's in the Force Awakens? That's in the X-wing and part of Black Squadron? Because that's Jess Pava. Is her name? Oh yeah, well then her. She was a Pentagon the other the couple years. It's just a bummer. They had a chance and they ruined it. They didn't do anything with her. No, but but uh, canon canonically, his mom was a uh, Green Three, right? Yeah, she's Green Three at 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 Endor. So yeah, no, no, it'd be great. We can get her in Rogue Squadron. We can get. I'm just pulling from Legends. Um, no, no, I get it. You know, I love, and if they, I love horn. If there's I want anywhere the, for them to introduce your fi- horn. Your five named are fantastic. <laughs> you know who I'd like to see? There's two people I want to see. Not as uh, both of them would not be Rogue Squadron characters, yeah. but they would be in it. I would, I would think, I would expect this to be a Age of the Empire story, mm-hmm. right? Um, so with the Rebellion versus the Empire. So I, I would like to see General Sandula somewhere. That'd be pretty sweet. Okay. And then, uh, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just picking on you. I would love to see a live action Hera. I, I'm kind of hoping. For, we'll talk about it in the other show, but I kind of think she may, may. I'd love her to pop up in the other one. To give her two shows to pop up to, so a reason to cast her. Right. Uh, but I want the villain to be um, Baron Fell. Yep. Yep. I want Sinter Fell so bad. And, yep. and for those 100%. who don't know, he's like the greatest evil pilot ever who turns a good guy, but he's amazing. He's Wedge's like brother-in-law, brother-in-law and just like, yeah, that's, there's a whole dynamic. In he, the, he's married to Wedge's sister. I think, uh, is it Kevin Anderson who wrote, wrote those books? I believe so. Yeah. Just pay Kevin Anderson money. And so we can have them just like you did. Timothy's on just pay him yeah. money so we can have them. That'll get us horn. And I mean, not, not Jansen and hobby. Cause they came right, from right, yeah. name dropping. <laughs> I shot Jansen. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Wedge is going to write. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah. And um, Hobby is a uh, Rogue Four and um, Hoth. Yep. Hobby Cliven. Yeah, Cliven. I've got his autograph, I think. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. I would, I'm, uh, I'm very stoked. Oh, Hobby's also claim to fame is um, 
uh, and uh, the Hoth when when Leia's giving the the evacuation plan, he's mm-hmm. the one who says, uh, um, uh, "Fighters against a um, star destroyer," and she's like, "The ion cannon will come." In. He's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, did I say Tycho? Yeah. Okay. And Tycho, Tycho is the A wing. For those of you that don't know, he's the A wing that goes in with Lando to the center of the the um, second star destroyer to help. Mm-hmm. He's the one who makes it out. <laughs> yeah, because he diverts the other ones away, the other ties away from him. Tycho Selchu. He is the XO of Rogue Squadron. Because the he's chased, but they're they're being chased by um, Fells, um, the the blood guys, the the ones that got the blood stripes. Mm-hmm. I can't think of what that team, that group is, but uh, I can't wait. I want this. That's what yeah. I want. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so to the t- two tie-ins, do you want to do which which one do you want to do first? Let's do uh, commandos. All right. So we do new. Po- new so I sent you guys my thoughts on this, and yeah. I and I'm, I'm I'm down. I liked it so much I put in the Rish report. <laughs> <laughs> so New Republic Rangers it's uh, a show that's going to be show run by um, Favreau and Filoni um, and so there's not much info on this it is it is a tie into the story of the Mandalorian but that's that's I've, I've heard I've read some things I'm going to talk about here but I haven't heard 100% concrete if it has a theme song similar to a show called the Galaxy Rangers do you remember that cartoon <laughs> right that would just make me the happiest man alive you know he mentioned it earlier but this is this right here this is your Star Wars eighteen, yeah. This is uh, that, what's the one? Uh, uh, the Guns of Navarone is also the same vibe. If it was a movie, I would or the Dirty yeah. Dozen too. Expendables. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, they are. So yeah. go ahead. And, I like your cat. I can't come up with anything better. So yeah, yeah. So what I, I think would like to see my my theory. I sent to the guys was I believe we're going to get uh, so Kara uh, Dune. I always thought it was done, but she says Dune. Yeah, she says Dune. So Cara Dune will be the, the leader, but then you'll have Boba Fett, you'll have Finnick, and you'll have <laughs> Space Massachusetts. Um, the catch is I think they need one more, so they'll introduce somebody else into the mix. I don't right. know who it'll it's be a, yet. A but droid. They'll get a droid. Well, I think they... I think they, I, It's I mean, kind of something part, they've been missing from mm-hmm. the... They have. They Well, then two more, because I, I feel like it's still a very... It's a diverse cast, but not quite there yet. Right. I think it just needs a little more like mix-up of... I just want to see that the, the universe but is expanded beyond needs Lando a, it, and it needs a full-on alien too. Like there's no, yeah, they're, they're, all, they're all human. You know, I would love, I really would love just because it's me. Throw a sand person on that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, that would just be awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, what did we say last week? Bring Boba's wife, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so so that that was my theory. And so the thing that that I think shoots it in the foot. And but I'm like we can ride around that. It's Fett's like I don't give my alliance, allegiance to anyone. But for a greater good, man, those I, are the, that's, he's different though. I think he's he's changed now, and so I think that would right, be right. So I think mm, I'm like, yep. I, I would watch that show. Oh, yep. so good. Um, for the love of a woman that knows how to keep sand out of everywhere, he may just. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> it's true. Um. So here's, well, I think I'll save this for the. Other after we talk about the other one, uh, of course the next one is Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, uh, show run by um, which we uh, knew. We, and, knew. Yeah. we all knew. Well, see, that whole episode is a backdoor pilot. <laughs> but but what I thought was weird is because like I sent you all that article and there was that article where she had signed on for like a three movie deal, right? And now it's a series. So right. is it? It's a limited series, right? No, it's it's ongoing. Oh, is it's it? Ongoing. Yeah. It's ongoing. They 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 just leaked what <sighs> they so. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I think what the here's what the plan is. So you know we're getting Rosario Dawson. There's not much info we know except out of, outside the episode. We're, 
I am convinced that it's the Rebel sequel. That's that's yeah. what's going to what's going. She's looking for Thrawn. There will I, we will get an Ezra and a Sabine. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever else will get maybe a Hera. <laughs> just 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 a little bit. Yep. She yep. doesn't have to be yep. in every episode. Just you like, know what? I've been satisfied. I hope you get satisfied. Right. Um. Here's what someone threw out that I thought was fascinating. Um, I think this was actually uh, on the Kevin Smith podcast. Um, so these three, these three sh- film uh, th- series are, are in the same universe at the same timeline. Now they can do larger, overarching. They arch. said it. They actually said they? it. Yeah, in the release. So oh, that's good. This is supposed to. All three of these series are right. supposed to uh, uh, meet. The, the the story arc is supposed to meet into one. I don't know if it's a finale, like end of production series ending thing, but they're supposed to like all have their together. own end game. Yeah, and they all tie in. Yeah, basically they're pulling the Marvel. So, so finally, so um, could Thrawn be their Thanos? Yeah. <sighs> so I think Thrawn is going to end up being the big bad behind everything, which means <laughs> in our in our theory universe, right? That means Thrawn is attached to. to I still believe to Moff Gideon because that would tie in nicely. So you have a sub boss, and then you have the big boss. Right, doing his own thing. Obviously, Ahsoka. I don't know where it takes place in time. Still, I'm still confused. I I think it could be before she comes back for Sabine. But God bless. I don't want that. I really want it to be that I get Sabine and and no you no you would get so you'd get. I think it, I think this is how this happens. I think episodes um, the Jedi episode happens right. Yep. She goes to get Sabine. Her series starts. Oh, got it. Okay. That's that's how I that's how I see the coda. Okay. I just. <laughs> You said that, that Thrawn but is But how does she know who Thrawn is, though? That's my only thing about it. Who, Ahsoka? Yeah. Oh, ah- Ahsoka's interaction with Thrawn was very limited. Right, but you can't, all. you can't believe that Ahsoka showing up was the first time her and Sabine had seen each other since yeah. season two. And there's yeah, radios. So. I, I just doesn't, that doesn't, not, when, not the way she said, to, in storytelling, and I could be wrong, but at least in the process of writing when you create a character arc that you have this beautifully crafted fight scene that is very samurai and very deliberate for her to obviously could have killed the lady in seconds mm-hmm. not Ming-Na could have killed her in seconds and gets there and just wants to know tell me where Thrawn is I just feel like she's got that she's invested in Thrawn for a much higher oh purpose. I think so too I yeah. think I think which Sab- we may not know yet see I think Sabine figures out that her mission is to go get Ezra after the battle indoor, and she it dawns on her that's what he's saying. Come get me. Yeah. And so, she, I think she contacts everybody, and so Ahsoka's back, and so Ahsoka also promised Ezra to meet up with him. She promised. Yeah. And so she has to. She, she's gonna keep that promise. And so she, while Sabina's on Lothal, help protecting and keep him doing what she needs to do on Lothal. Ahsoka's the agent out there getting the information. And I think, honestly, I think the best information, yeah, if I'm stuck in some weird place and I get one chance to call somebody, I'm calling somebody I either love, know, work with, somebody sure. who I trust. And so this warlord, he obviously trusts enough, and that's where the information's going to come from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm firmly, I mean, if I was writing it, that's how it would go. Filoni's much smarter than me, so he may do something way cooler, but this is just in my first thoughts is right. where I think it's going to happen. So that's why I think I think I think she's got the info. She gets the info. She gets her cool Ahsoka the white gear. She flies to Lothal <laughs> and be like, "All right, suit up, let's go." Yep. <laughs> and then because we got the series, because you got to also think when they wrote Rebels, then this was almost four years ago now, five years ago when they done the episode, maybe six when they wrote it. 
they had no idea that Disney Plus was a going to exist and they were going to get live action series. And so, you know, I think Filoni half wrote it with an idea that maybe if they had some money, they could do a second animated series. Well, that's mm. what he teased. Teased. And so now we've got something much bigger. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's going back. So, he can't go back now. Right. Mm-hmm. No, no. I think we're, yeah, but it's going to be live action. Yeah. Uh, and I'm happy with that. Look, we've got one episode left, too. Right. Where we I, still don't know what. No idea what's going on. What's going to happen? No, no, no. Like it's, I'm so lost it, now. It's, it's, it's a, I think it's going to be a giant cliffhanger. Well, I, I was telling somebody the other day if, if we and this is way off topic, but it relates back, right? If we do get a Jedi reveal, right? Mm-hmm. If we get a Jedi reveal, there's, I mean, the internet wants it. That doesn't necessarily mean we're going to get it, right? If we do, and let's say it is Ezra, that puts us into a spot of all right, cool, we're going down a different path. Which is fine too. I'm not yeah, going to be so not, happy. Right. My mind is going to meld into nothing. <laughs> um, or it could be that we don't get a Jedi situation, or it's the very last frame. It's the Luke at Force Awakens moment, except he doesn't throw it over his shoulder because right. he's. But it's that last moment of we see the reveal and then cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. So I saw a cool uh, article today. Wondering again who the Jedi, if a Jedi, they they didn't mention like we did. I just don't want Luke. Maybe a Sith, right? But if it's Cal, right? They they mention Cal's cool. But I didn't realize because boys don't be listening. But I won't. I haven't played Fallen Jedi yet. I won't till I steal it from the boys on Christmas afternoon. Um, (laughs) Dunzos. But uh, I didn't realize like they the likeness and voice is all. I can't think of his name, but I know he was in Shameless and he was the Joker or. Not the yeah, Joker. He, he could totally play him now. He's great, so he can just step in. He's not a giant name, so people might not might not see it and go, "Yeah, that's uh, going to be a Jedi in the Mandalorian." If they, anybody caught wind of him being cast, it's a it's an economy thing, though. Is the only challenge I think there is, which which Luke is very is the easiest. Yeah, right. A Sith is actually maybe even arguably easier because a Sith is just a red lightsaber. That's all. If you see a red lightsaber, you know that that's a bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody knows that. If you see a blue, green, yellow, you don't know. Well, yellow. In Legends. You don't know who that technically would be, right? We Star Wars fans might make jumps, right. make leaps, but. Right, ready? What if it's a purple one? Yeah. I don't like the Mace Bo- Windu theory. Bubba lo- loses his mind or his head. I, I, don't, I don't like the Mace Windu theory. I still want Mace Windu to be Batman. That's all I want. Yeah, I'm just. To be uh, Batman? Yeah, you know, they knocked him off. There's a whole thing where after the Emperor knock, uh, knocks him, you know, off into Coruscant, we never see a body, right? And so, just imagine he's been healing and, and just living in the lower, the lower decks of a uh, Coruscant and just being Batman, okay, saving people and just you know, ah, oh, that I, I want that show, yeah, but, yeah. I really, I, I, I love Samuel Jackson. I think Mace Windu's a fun character, but yeah. Right. Um, nope. <laughs> that hurts my Star Wars. So, I'm going I'm to I'm end it on this one, but here's... If it's a Sith, you know who I'd like to like, like it to be played by? Sam Whitmer. I was about to say it. I, Sam to, needs his chance. Sam needs his live he action. Des- actually, Sam fucking deserves it. Right. He's a great Darth Maul. He's Starkiller. I'm just like, I think let's, it's time to bring Sam into live action. And even if... Maybe maybe this is where they make Starkiller canon. Yeah. Ish, or you know, may name not call him Starkiller, or, or but a similar origin. I'm okay with that Some too. Some form of Vader's apprentice. Because I, you know, they, you know, everyone's talking about you know who who could be the. You know, it's four or five of them. It's also Filoni who will be like, and here's left field, right? Because yeah, it'll be like somebody we never. Plo Koon, he he made it. <laughs> what? Plo Koon is his favorite. <laughs> 
I know him. He, he Drew Horst. He's he, a VFX artist. Is he? He's a VFX onset VFX soup that happened to be tall enough <laughs> to fit the outfit. That is how he got the role. Um, huh. We can get him on the show. What? Dave tells a story where he went to the Revenge of the Sith premiere dressed as Plo Koon. Oh, man. And handed out Star Wars figures to all the kids in line and stuff. This is before he got the job. And so he was telling that at his job at the interview, and then they're like, "We're not going to hire this guy. This guy's too geeky." But you know, they end up hiring him anyway. But good call, great call, great call. Again, he's a Star Wars <laughs> fan. Wins a lot of chinging as he prints money for Disney, right? Who's failing? Are we ready for the show? Yep. I'm as confused as to what we've been doing. Uh, look, the actual shit. Let's talk about space Massachusetts. It was kind of that knife is put up, right? I think so. <laughs> okay. Yes, the then we'll get shanked. I wouldn't shank you. Okay, in public. <laughs> I mean, they couldn't. He's see Oscar it. Wilde. A true friend will stab you in the front. I, I'll just. Oh, oh ah, damn, Scotty! How could you? Ah, oh, they'll never know. So, Mandalorian. <laughs> there is another Skywalker. <laughs> uh. Uh, Mandalorian Chapter 15, The Believer, written and directed by uh, Rick uh, Famuyiwa. Uh, stars Pedro Pasco, Tamara Morrison, Gina Ka- uh, Carno, Ming, uh, Ming-Na Wen, Gina Carno, Esposito, and I threw in Richard Blake. He's Valen Hess. He's the... Um, fantastic. And then, of course, we've got Bill Burr as uh, Mix, who is just fantastic in this episode. I apologize for this mission report. Oh, boy. <laughs> <clears throat> It's Carthur Chopfields Live, featuring a security droid, musical guest by Cy Snills and the Max Rebo Band, and your host, Bill Burr. <laughs> Wait, different show. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows but the New Republic. <laughs> Nobody knows the TIE Fighters I chop. Nobody knows except the New Republic. So, Mix Mayfield, ex-Imperial Sniper, and dude we totally saw in last season's prison episode, is serving 50 years of hard labor for those shenanigans in that prison episode. Cara Dune goes to spring him because, well, he's the only Imperial they know who might be able to find Moff Gideon's ship. He reluctantly agrees and joins Mando, and well, let's call the group the New Republic Rangers until we get an official cast list. So we find the ship. That, uh, so they so to find the ship they need to go to, they need to go to Morak, a planet where the Empire is secretly refining Rhydonium. You know that Korak uh, uh, stuff from Coaxium um, stuff from Solo. It's similar, highly volatile starship fuel. These uh, things are run by former ISB agents, and security is tight. So Fett's out, Fendrick's out, Kara's out. Looks like Migs and Mando, except Mando's got to do something about the armor. So after conference, getting a transport and taking the pilot's armor, in which we will, uh, what we will call um, a Kanan Jarrus special. Kid, seriously, if you've not seen Rebels, you should t- stop the podcast and start listening to that, to watching that. They drive their way to the refinery. Mix talks some deep things to the Mando about removing his helmet. If he, you know, if it's that he can't do that or he can't let his face be seen because that's the first one he's totally and he's totally violated that. Then, uh oh, pirates! Apparently, alien pirates want to blow up the Rhydonium. Mix pilots, uh, pilots tries to keep the thing steady. Mando goes to fight. 
And fight he does. Scores and scores of aliens. He's a little slower. He gets a little more banged up uh, without his best guard to protect him. We've been saying this the entire podcast. Plastoid armor is useless. (laughs) Comes to find out it's not totally useless. It's more helpful on a main character. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's because it's reinforced by the plot under armor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Look, cutting to the chase, the good guys win, and they safely get to the transport to the refinery among cheering stormtroopers and Imperials. The two head to the officer's mess uh, to find the terminal to locate Gideon's ship. Mix goes in, but looks like he knows one of the officers, so he can't. Uh, he can't. So the jig is up. Why can't Mando go do it? Because for some reason, the the Imperial ATM machine needs to scan a face, and we all know Mando's not going to do that. Wait a minute, where's he going? Mando goes to the terminal. It scan uh, terminal. It scans his helmet, freaks out, and then at the last second, <clears throat> then I saw his face. Dun 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 dun. Now I'm a believer. Dun dun. Dun, dun. Go find Gideon's trace. Dun, 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 dun. No doubt in my mind. Dun, 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 dun. Baby Yoda. Mm, I'm a believer. I couldn't leave him if I tried. <clears throat> oh, very well done. Mm. Excuse me. <laughs> Dinjarin removes his helmet, finds out what he needs, but is confronted by an Imperial officer who starts grilling him. Mix comes to the rescue, and after trying to escape to fill out some TPS reports, yeah, I'm going to need you to come in on a Saturday. It's canon. It is so canon. <laughs> yeah, if you could. Things get tense, but all is good when the officer realizes that these are the two guys that brought in the, the ship of Rydonium today, and so he offers them a drink. They sit and drink and offer a toast to Operation Cinder. Kids, play Battlefront 2 for more information about Operation Cinder. Apparently, it was a tough day for the Empire. Many people died, including many people in Miggs' outfit. Things grow tense, and finally Miggs shoots and kills the officer. There's a shootout, and the two escape through the window. While trying to get to the rooftop and to slay one, uh, Finnick and Cara Dune pick off stormtroopers, trying to follow them, and the two jump safely aboard. As Fett flies Slave One out uh, to safety, Mix takes a pop shot with Fett's cycler rifle, hits a transport full of Rhydonium, and the refinery goes kablooey. If for, uh, that's two Imperial installations this season for anyone keeping score. <laughs> Afterwards, the new public rangers land, and well, instead of taking Migs to jail, they do the whole, well, it's a shame that he died in the explosion thing, and they let him go away. <laughs> Meanwhile, on Gideon's transport, he gets a call from the Mando doing his best Liam Neeson. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for, for ransom, I can tell you I don't have any money. But what I do have are a very sp- particular set of skills, skills I've acquired over a very long career, skills that makes me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my baby Yoda go... That will be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. The end. Hooray. <laughs> I apologize for that. <laughs> Why? I was proud. <laughs> it's good. It was. It was. It was. Um, I worked in the title. <laughs> you did? So I was like. Oh, you did? Yep. I'm the believer. believer. I'm a believer. Nice. The, the believer. Yeah. Um. So we had an interesting discussion on this particular yeah, I episode. I went back to look yeah. at everything we yeah. talked about, like at seven o'clock yeah, Friday it's, morning. It's, so I, this is the first time I've seen Mando at two a.m. <laughs> for any episode. I know this for the, is the for norm. Account, for you. Yeah, yeah, for those counting, this would be my third. So the norm is the norm is two a.m. Scotty, right. Five a.m. Druzy, and then six a.m. JD. Yeah, and fam. Yeah, six and six thirty. Six thirty. Whatever. Yeah. Ish. Before seven, because she goes to work at seven. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, immediately discussion uh, broke out because I, I watched it on my phone half asleep. Um, and I, I was not a big fan on my first watch of it. Uh, and I think I said as much to, to you guys. I think the quote is, it, it was boring? No, no, no. It was... Uh, Meh. Meh. Mepisode 7. Mepisodes, Mepisode Meh. 17, Episode the filler. Seven. The filler. That's exactly what it was. Yep. And it was definitely... Uh, I still feel like it's filler, but it's not as, it's not as bad now as I thought it was. I, I, after I watched it, I said, it is the most fillery episode that ever filled the fill. Yeah. But I still love the hell out of it. Like, it had yeah. so much going for it. And not just necessarily story arc-wise, although it did have some of that. It, it was little, the little I mean, beats for me. The when, when, when Tamura Morrison steps out of Slave 1 and stands there in his freshly painted armor, but he stands just like, what was it, Jeremy Bullock? That was originally yeah, Bo- yeah. in the, in the Boba Fett. He stands just like he stood on, on the Executioner. He just, he just stands there, or Executor or whatever. Um, but he, he had all the mannerisms of the original Boba Fett. Which yeah, I see, yeah, I, I had awesome. an issue with I, the, the armor. Look, that's the first time their props looked bad to me. Because he, I, it, lo- it, up. it looked really cheap to me. It looked. Uh, Sarah caught a glimpse of it too, and she was like, "Ooh, that doesn't like to us." And again, that's on the second view on 4K HDR uh-huh. type stuff. It just didn't hold up. Like it looked, it looked weird. And not that it was painted. I liked it was painted. It just didn't. Something was not. I don't think it's finished. I don't know. There's just no. I think it's in the design and the shape, the way that the the props team did the work on it. It just didn't work for me. I don't know. He still had the dentist helmet, so I was okay. The dent was badass. Like um, all those little details are great. Yeah, but the, but I, I I wasn't even worried about the armor. It was literally no, I the mannerism. The way fantastic. he walked out. Um, I, I literally sent F many bullet points A through F uh, after this. Um, the, the the line. Yeah, my face may trigger. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was a great line. Yeah, it was good. Like, oh, yeah, because everybody else in here looks like me. <laughs> Not them, but you know, right, I mean. right. at some point, um, dude, when he dropped the seismic bomb and that was great. And it, and it, the, the sound left the TV. Mm, so good. Oh, so good. To, to at least to see it work and and and, and, and do something was delightful. He did something into it blew up I, a bunch of asteroids. I think Grayson was sitting next to me, and I started slapping him when it fell out, like when he dropped yeah. it before it sucked all the noise. And I was like, "Dude, dude, dude!" He's like, "What?" And I was like, "Just bounce." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, it's so good." Um, I didn't realize that. That wasn't a scar or a freckle on Cara Dune's face. Really, you never thought it. I never, it was a never, rebel? it never was close enough for me to realize it was the the rebel symbol. Yeah, so that was cool. Um, yeah, we talked about the the plasteel armor, or the whatever, and he's trying to block like it's his best car. And I'm like, yeah, that's gonna hurt. He's gonna <laughs> wake up with bruise. Like, what is that? I don't. What? Why is my skin skin yeah. discolored? And uh, yeah, and then you mentioned his name in the opening of it. The the officer, ISB agent, was just great. Mm-hmm. Almost, uh, oh, what's that singer's name? That's super weird and creepy. Um, <laughs> that could be anybody. all of them. No, like there's one that's uh, Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Oh, got he it. He had a very Tom Waits. I'd say Nick Cave feel. Same vibe. Nick, Nick Cage. Nick Cave. Cave. I don't know who that. Very is. similar. And the bad seeds. Yep. But anyway. Yeah, it was, so, so I had I had uh, uh, I enjoyed it on, again second pass first <laughs> pass I was not a huge fan I just found it kind of I had issues and I'll go over those whenever we want to go over those but 
one the biggest takeaway for me is I finally understood how Slave One works. Yeah, and it made me extremely happy. <laughs> and it wasn't until the second pass that I noticed it. Because at first pass, I was like, "This doesn't, that doesn't, that's not how space works." Yeah. But then all of a sudden, I saw in the background it's rotating the whole time. I was like, "I never knew. I never yeah. knew the interior did." Yeah, yeah. yeah. The toy did it a little yeah, bit, toy, didn't it? The, the toy did it. So. Yes, I never had it. So for me, that was like seeing that made me happy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lever on the toy where um, that's above one of the fins where you can. Lower the bed, and you put Fed in it, and then you lower it when it picks up, so he's in the right position. When yeah, it's I remember yeah. that. I remember yeah. that portion, but to see it actually, yeah, it was a very neat. It was, I was, yeah. I was happy. Uh, like, I, I think it was from last episode. I had a, a question. Where, I mean, we asked this episode one. Where does he keep getting reload ammunition for the rocket on his jetpack? <laughs> well, they showed a bunch of... Now, in fairness, it must be fairly common because uh, Cal had a... Or whatever his name is. What's the guy's name? The Timothy Oliphant? Um, Cobb Van. Cobb, he had a whole bunch of them. He showed a bunch of rockets. Did he? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember seeing yeah. those. I just remember seeing the explosives. Yeah, they had, a, they, had a, they had a plethora. Okay. So they must be relatively common. Okay, because like you never see it reload. It's just always there. Yeah. Get shot, and yeah. it's not there. Well, you know... It's like the toy. Yeah, kids, kids swallow it. You know how it happens. <laughs> um... How come? Uh, just questions, mm-hmm. I, and I understand. I have an answer to my own question, but I had a first reaction, which was, "If uh, what? What is the Mandalorian's profession?" You would say, "Bounty hunter." Bounty what hunter. do bounty hunters do? Hunt bounties, right? So they kind of find people, mm-hmm. right? So he can't find. He can find a blue dude at the beginning of season one, chapter one, ah. in the middle of a bar, but he can't find Moff Gideon. Rebuttal. <laughs> yes. Quick rebuttal. Yeah, I will allow we, it. <laughs> we don't see his legwork until it becomes important. Right now, it is important that we see the legwork he does before he collects his bounty. But in the episodes, he is literally quite. Give it a puck, right? But we don't and have any just, kind of gener. Uh, uh, we don't have any kind. Of, well, he doesn't have a key code, a gene code, or whatever chain code. Chain code for Gideon. I understand. Which so you're saying a chain direction. code just points him in a direction, yeah, center like on this planet. It's a compass. <laughs> no. It's a genetic no, 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 it is, and that's one of the things I didn't like about the season one Mandalorian because it was like, you know, be 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 be, be there, there's baby. I mean, because in in yeah. my favorite episode, that's what happens at the end. The uh, the other bounty hunter comes up and because he has a chinko and he's yeah. found found the child. Yeah, and so I'm like, oh, this is kind of lame. Yeah, it's, it's a. It, I, I just it's it's something around. that pointed. That's why I'm just giving reasons why my first pass I didn't enjoy it. But yeah. see, because that triggers in my brain. But it's funny because I mean. I don't understand why you didn't like that because it's legwork. It really is. It's him doing investigation. Uh, I don't take it that way because I feel like he can go. F- his job as a bounty hunter, he should be able to find a giant spaceship in space. If he can find a single person on a planet yeah, with a compass, can- I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> fine. Even then, and I, I still bet think he, he also could- has to do legwork for when he finds the small guys too. I mean, like, yeah. where where is the last time yeah, he saw it? Just, it didn't work for me. I just my, don't my think bigger, it's ever been important to see it before. One. My answer to it though was actually to solve it for myself on second viewing. I didn't pick up on it and thinking through it. It's, it's not a matter of finding the ship. It's how quickly he can find the ship. So that's why I think he has to get Mayfield because Mayfield's pointless without. I mean, you don't really. It's to, it's a way to bring him back and set up a right. sequel series, but also um, space is infinite, so like it could be anywhere. Chain codes, <laughs> but he doesn't have one. Right, I'm so saying. I'm just saying. If so, but so what if he? Oh, why doesn't he still have Baby Yoda's? Why doesn't he still have Grogu's chain code? Because that would be awesome. We'd be like, because if he, look at my keychain, know where my son is. Let go. <laughs> of course, if he had it, it was probably on the Razor Razor Crest. Oh, rip. 
So, I mean, so anyway, I, rip razor crest. My thing was, I took it as time. Like, he needs to get to him fairly quickly, yeah. and he knows that. He knows he's in trouble, right? So I deal with it. Uh, why are they pirates? Why would pirates blow so, up the fuel? I don't think they were. No, they're eco terrorists. No, I don't think they were. I think they were locals. Tired That's what I mean. Of the Empire being there. That's what I mean. They're okay. eco terrorists in that sense. They're okay. tired just, of their planet just, being. You extreme. threw the terrorist word. I thought bad guy. That's my, um, <laughs> I will go ahead and just admit that I freaking love this episode however saying that i don't like that sequence it's dumb it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense yeah and it's bad character building because it goes opposite of what we're about to see right right so on first view i was cool with it on second view i was like that doesn't actually what we're about to experience right none of it works because you're just killing indigenous peoples <laughs> maybe we Maybe. don't know. Whatever that planet is. I'm and assuming then, and there then, was a lot of them that looked the same. No, that's not, that sounds racist as crap. <laughs> what do you mean about you aliens? Now, <laughs> now we in cancel culture. And I don't know what they were. I don't know what their race was. Um, Did they give us a... Yeah, they, they were the same dudes as... Um, uh, there's there's a Jedi one guy, and then there's the guy who works with Palpatine and um, Revenge of Seth. They've got the weird horns on the side of their heads. Um, I think oh, it's a really? muscle. They yeah. come down that the, okay. Saucy tin? Uh, maybe. Uh, you know, I can go to Wikipedia. Wikipedia will tell me. I didn't. I thought about looking it up and then forgot. That's what happened. Not, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I just, yeah. I just maybe that's their homework. I just thought it was. It. It's not bad. It's just again things that didn't sit as well for me. The other thing that just weird note I noticed in that. But sequence. I love the fight. Right. Yeah, the fight's, fight's incredible. Great. It's great, and it's a great gag. Um, the part I didn't understand was like to me. They're pulling like all these juggernauts are pulling or were they juggernauts or leviathans? What they call them? Yeah, I can't remember. Juggernauts, juggernauts probably. They're pulling. That's what they were in the I thought they were pulling them from different refinery stations, right, or different depots that they're you know or, or mines that they're grabbing them from, and like almost like a spokes on a wheel coming back to the base. But then they all like have to funnel in. Yeah, that's essentially if, it's a choke if it, point. If at that point you're funneling in, I'm pretty sure. Well, now we know the empire isn't historically they're, smart. Uh, officially, juggernauts. So, okay, juggernauts. Yeah. Well, they're in the game. I but, don't know. But if if you have that choke point, and you know you have that choke point, and you know you have a pirate problem, why don't you have? Yeah. I don't know an ATST sitting there. Yeah, pretty sure you can get one. Yeah, <laughs> they may uh, not be able to. They have a, they have Tie Fighters. Why wouldn't they have? Well, because support? I mean, the, the empires the empires yeah. are a wreck right now. So. Uh, I mean, how many AT? I mean, how many ATSTs have we seen except the the one in um, Chapter Four? Well, the second one wasn't wasn't that a, a crane one that we saw in the beginning of yeah, this one? That's a crane. But I'm oh, you like mean an actual like, oh, weaponized, weaponized ATST? Yeah. yeah, Chapter Four. Yeah. Well, and but that was a pirate one. Yeah. Right, that's, um, but I'm just saying that's the only time I've seen one. Right. Um, seen no ATSTs. So anyway, I, the fight scene, the, the the gimmicks around it. I just had issue with this is the first time to me that the writing just got off the rails. To me and created more problems than it actually did and that's right. why i was mad at the filler side of it like if this happened earlier in the season if this were four five even mm-hmm. like halfway point in this very condensed season different emotional reaction but for right. me it being episode seven we're almost to the to, to where we're done for a year yeah, I was like, really? <laughs> but there's some great bits. Um, uh, Wikipedia dropped the uh, mark here. There's no. They're just called pirates. There's no species for them. See, there okay. we go. So I think they're indigenous to that planet, which I think right. is fantastic, um, or terrible. The fact that they. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they're not pirates. They're eco terrorists. Uh, the face scanner. Uh, this whole sequence, I have massive issues. I know why it, ex- it exists for him to take off his damn helmet, but mm. that is the because story. 
I had total issues with it all together. It makes no sense in a story flow that uh, uh, Mayfield, whatever, won't walk in there because he's like, that guy knows me. Mm-hmm. Right? Again, second viewing is where it gets ruined. And he comes in to bail him out. Doesn't seem to give a shit then. Well, it's I think a weird character I, note that doesn't make sense. But I think that was the point of he didn't want to go in, but his now, not quite buddy, but there's trouble. So he was, to me, that was a selfless moment for Mayfield. Maybe, but it could have been selfless if he would just gone in. True, but he was still. He just felt gimmicky to me. I, I think he was coming to. Okay, as I said, Jell, that 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 whole scene with Mayfield and Din and the officer sitting there had a very end of the Joker feel to me, right? Like, like that whole time Mayfield's just sitting there building an 100%. anger, building an anger. Bam, right? But I think be, prior to that, when he's not in there, he's he's seen the officer, and so he's getting probably flashbacks some post-traumatic stress obviously at this point i think it took him a minute to compose himself to let, come to grips with just being pro- in a room with this let guy. me let <gasps> me propose just an idea Aww. that how how do you think it would play if you take the scene as is right except you swap it so he goes in uh-huh bill burr goes in space Massachusetts goes in he gets his face scan the guy comes over and starts hassling him and the mando has to walk in and then to me, emotionally, you want to raise the stakes? That commander says, take off your helmet, sold, or whatever. He tells him to to pull off his helmet. So now Mando is left with... So now they're both in a spot where they right. both made better decisions. They both took risks. And both characters had to... Together, I, had to make that, that... That just little note would have been different. But so for me, it was like, oh... Well, that's kind of silly. Again, it's not. It's a nitpick. Yeah, no, but that's I, what I get to do on the show. And I really like that. Like that interpretation. I think that would have been amazing. But I do like that sitting at the table. I don't think they would have gotten to the le- table. It would have led to the table. Do you think uh, it would have oh, led to yeah, the table? Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Everything stays the same. Okay. All I'm asking is you swap those two bits. Okay. Because um, because that table, like, all of a sudden my, you know, respect and not respect because I I mean I like Bill Burr, but like his acting chops went up a bit for me. Oh, big time. Like. Last season, it was Bill Burr in space. No, Mayfield showed up, right? Like, I was like, holy crap, Bill can act. Well, here's the difference. is because they gave him material to work with. True. There was no material for him to work with. I'm I'm a wicked cool space sniper. (laughs) Now he's got got history. He's got story. He's got... He's a character. He's got tragedy. He got a character. He's got got tragedy. um, The last bit was the face scanner. Okay, so I want to... So, I have your rebuttal for that, just real quick. Sorry. Go ahead. Here's why it's got to happen. Stormtroopers aren't allowed to take off their helmets. We found that out in the First Order. They're never allowed to take off their helmets. There's no reason a trooper should be at that thing. So they went, ha, got to show your face to use it. I don't know. It was just sort of... No, it's not bad. I, I, no, I don't mind it. I just don't understand what... I'm just, uh, I'm just playing Sith's advocate. Is it is it supposed to scan a... So, they have a face scanner... That literally just needs to scan a face. Yeah. <laughs> but now, not a biometric, not a biometric no, thing. No. It's just a. We don't know this face, face, but it's a face. But here's my. Oh, I, I. No, 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 no. But now it's in the system. I know. I, 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 I don't know this for a fact, but knowing the Empire, it has to be a human face. Yeah. Okay. So a toy leak or a Wookiee or is not going to activate that fa- that face scanner. But but now, it's still just a genetic right. But, but now, now his face is in the system. That's what I thought. So that's no, my, no, that's not that's, that's not my it, could, it could pay out, but but it it may not. We're gonna be. have a, we're it gonna have not, a twirly Gideon no, no, going. No, Whoa. but it may not be because they blew it up. They blew it up. But you you know it. You know the Holonet's not like the internet, and um, canonically, canonically, okay. is, and it's not like they're still very data disk driven. 
Yeah. So that could be a closed system. Yeah. Cool. And so they haven't uploaded yet. Yeah, they haven't uploaded like they're yet. like the Chevron with the satellite dish what? on it, and they got to send well, the root t- TPS or, or the end of Rogue One. Right. They've got to <laughs> facts. Yeah. Same technology, right? So it's like so. I anyway, I I just thought that was I, again Bill Burr doing a different thing. Yeah. I, I get it. I get what I mean. That it just was very to me. It was very uh, uh, overt. Uh, mo- like story mechanics that I'm like, Ew, I see it. I see the story. I see yeah. the story. I see the story. Instead of just experiencing it. That's so, what I'm down. So here's, here's my counter to, to that. Um, I, I will concede that the face thing on the ATM machine is silly. But I have to contend that because I don't know how Star Wars technology works. Sure. I don't know. I, I don't know ISB security at all. I just, I'm just so... If that's how it works, that's how that's they have established now. Now, if they go later on and break that rule, then I'm gonna be upset. But this is the rule sure. they've created, right? Sure. So this is a rule created. So I, I'm gonna let that happen. Bill Burr goes in and sees the officer and comes out and says, "Look, we have to abort this mission. I, I, he'll know me. He'll know me because he because we, we have to abort because he knows that Mando's not gonna go up in there and show his face, right? Mm-hmm. Mando does the unthinkable. He goes up." I think Mando's first attempt is to maybe maybe Bill's crazy. We can do this without showing your showing his face. We have this amazing moment where he is he's not forced by man, but he's forced by love to do this. Yeah, that's what I like about. It. I don't need the Imperial officer to tell him to because he's not going to take the he would not take the the, the helmet off because he's ordered. He won't. I don't think he would. But he's got a, he's at this moment where he's confronted. Well, technically, no one's going to see this except the yeah. the ATM machine. And my love for Grogu is so strong. It's stronger now than my life's creed. I agree. Well, so 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 Sorry. so um, let me finish. Let me finish. So he does this, which I think is a, an amazing moment because I didn't think this was going to happen. I thought he would computer hack his way, you know, slice into it and figure it out. But no, he does the unthinkable and comes to that is going to have repercussions coming up later. And I know people say, well, no one saw it in Bill Burr's swear. But when next time he sees the armor and the armor asks, you've shown your face, he's going to be truthful because that's what he's going to be. This is going to be ripples. So it has to be done this way. Second of all, uh, Mix comes back in to rescue because he, he that's when he finds the courage to do it. I, I'm with you. I right. just think it's, it's dumb. I don't think it's dumb at all. I, no, I don't think it's dumb at all. It may be tropey, but I don't think it's, it's dumb. It's not tropey. It's, it, to me, it's, it's failed. It's not exploring a scene. As an actor, you go through this. You explore a scene. As a writer, right. explore, I felt like it's a first draft. This is what I've said about John Favreau. We said it last right, week. Right, right, right. The, all these episodes, they're not bad. He's very talented. But he didn't write this one. Who did? Uh, the director. Oh, talk. Okay. Uh, uh, Rick, it, uh, Rick Fumiyama. Fu- Fumiyama. Fumi, whatever it is. Uh, I almost said talk Fujimoto, different guy. Uh, I just feel like it doesn't, it doesn't, it feels like a first draft idea that's I, not fully see, developed. But I don't, I don't see that either because I, because I think Mix is not expecting to have this conversation with the officer. I think Mix is like, hey, commander, let's, let, we got this thing to do and let's, and we'll go and then yeah. that's all said and done. And then he's fish hooked in. I, so taking the writing out of this and looking at it as, as a viewer accepting what they're showing me, I buy it. I don't yeah. buy. I don't. There's there's nothing to me that seems like it's out of character. And so, if it was out of character, then then I would question the writing. But I buy this whole moment. No, no. I, I'm not. I'm just saying it's. 
opinion-wise, I don't buy it. Okay. I, it, not in a bad way. Not, no, no, no. It didn't take me out. Right. I just mean it didn't do anything. There was no excitement. My needle didn't move. Because I think they're saving the excitement for the... No, no, no. Not that kind. I mean, like, in a, I get excited in story elements. Right. When I have a character moment, I beg for character on the right. show. I give a flying shit about action. Right. At this point, I'm done with action. I just want character moments. Or tension. Right. And they, they pulled the tension out for me. It was tension less for me. There, or a reduction of tension in that sequence. As opposed to suddenly Mando. I wanted to feel the tension of Mando taking the helmet off. And I, I just didn't interpret it that way. Right. So that just, that's just me. So what that's I was, a sticking point, right? I don't want to. We don't to move yeah. on. Well, what I was gonna <laughs> say when you were talking about him, his decision right. to take off the helmet, that begs the question: What is more important to the children of the Watch? Never seeing the, their face being seen, like that's important, or foundlings, because foundlings are vastly important to the children of the Watch. So I, I mentioned this a little bit in the mission report from last week's, um, and we didn't really talk about it much, but. What I found interesting about the open of last week is when Mando's playing force ball with, with Grogu. <laughs> and he's telling, okay, so when we get to the planet, we're going to do this thing, and you, you know, you're know you going to find a Jedi, and you're going to have to go with him, and you got you to do this, and you know, don't you want you to learn more force stuff and stuff? I don't think he's convinced, trying to convince Grogu. He's convincing himself. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, he's dad. And it's this. He's become so attached to this child, yeah. which I find fascinating. Because and it's it's weird because it's when we meet him, we we only get him we only get him alone for an episode. Honestly, the first episode we get him alone, and he and there's not a lot you can do with that in that, in that episode. But I don't get a chance. I don't see a. I don't see him longing for anything, right? Right. Be- because what he's whatever he may be missing is with. This creed that he's this religion that he's following, right? Mm-hmm. And the child is not a part of this religion, and and has no actually, honestly, has no place in it outside of trying to be a family. Maybe, honestly, it's on the opposite side because it's it's, it's a being of another religion, and it's a conflict, right? So, I think you know as he's you know the more time he spends with him, the the, the more he grows attached because I think that's just human nature. He's human. Um, the um, I'm trying to know where I'm going with this. When he meets Bo-Katan, that has had more um ripples than I I expected, and mm-hmm. I think now he's like he's not comfortable showing the face. I mean, it, that's the reason why he makes his decision. But I think now he's seeing there's another way. Well, I think I think Bo-Katan's important because he goes. There's other Mandalorians, right? Yeah. Exactly. So now and that's a much and, deeper right. cut. And now, and now he's met two in this season. Yep. Technically four, but he's met two different distinctive. He's met um, Bo-Katan, and then he just met Bob, he just met Fett, who is Mandalorian now, mm-hmm. and a family, and you have know, the offspring of a family. And so there's another way. This is not yeah. the the way. <laughs> this this is the so, way. This is the other way. And, and, and this is what I've been talking about <laughs> the last the couple indoctrination, of, right? This is what I've been talking about the last couple episodes. Is, you know, I, I got in trouble on the net for talking to some friends, talking about how I thought the story. I said terrible. What I really meant was basic. And I should. And I went back and clarified that the storytelling in, the, in this seasons have we talked about last week. Yeah, yeah. it's basic, mm-hmm. and it's been. You know, this season, while I love it, it's junk food. It's it's freak of the week or or gimmick of the week. This is the first episode that gives me substance. 
It's my favorite episode of the season, hands down. It's so I, fascinating because it's my least favorite. <laughs> right. Know, well, but because because it's not flashy. Bill Burr Snow is Planet. a Bill is so bad. Bill Burr. Bill Burr gives such a performance that is not needed in a show like this. Right. <laughs> you, you don't need to do that kind of deep stuff with a side character, and they do it, and they do it. He's they give him so much to work with. The, the, but you brought it up last week, and it is it is it, it turned out well this week. Right, right. Because we got a really st- outstanding performance, but it is a little problematic if you look at the season overall, with the exception of episode two. It's it's uh, it's Mando is the is a frame story is what what it would right. be called. The frame is Mando, but the actual contents is everything else. Right, uh-huh. not Mando. Right, for the most part, we've had new characters introduced. We've had these other pieces. It was really bad with the Ahsoka, right. which is again good, bad, but. If you're looking at it from a story standpoint, this is the first time, to your fairness, and I'll, I'll concede this point, is that it is a nice character moment for him. Because we haven't had a great character moment from him, except for in little bitty pieces. Right. And in this episode, that was the only piece we got of character development. Right. Right? That's it. Mm-hmm. Was was just that little sliver. Meanwhile, you know more about Bill Burr's character than you do about Mando. In, well, in right. 26 minutes. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right? And that's a problem. It I is think. a problem. So, so you know, when I made this, when I started this argument... <laughs> discussion on the net with a friend's on a friend's thread a guy was like well it's a you know mando's a flat story arc and i'm like flat story arcs are a thing and the flat for those who don't know flat story arcs is when you introduce a character not as a device to show the world rather than a normal story arc where you 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 focus on the you know the 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 character or frame or frame or the frame right and so i'm like i i don't i don't buy that either because first season doesn't do that first season gives mando a quest and they do this quest thing um, you know, he's got this. I don't think it frames the world very well. It, it, a limited look at the world, but I don't think it does it very well. This season, it doesn't do it really at all. It's literally freak. Of, it's Buffy. It's freak of the week. But think think about first season. How many times we were on the same planet? Right. Like th- three episodes. We were hanging out on Dave Navarro. <laughs> yeah, for a long time, right? And then we go to uh, Queequeg the- or not Queequeg. <laughs> what, what's his name? The, I keep saying Queequeg. I'm obsessed with that word. Apparently, I forgot his name already. What's the Nick Nolte's? <laughs> Um, well, you said Queequeg now. I'm like, I'm like all out. Um, yeah, see, you're all in loss. I destroyed um, you. I'm a Sith, motherfucker. Again, Nick Nolte. I got you. The Ugnot. Ugnot guy. Um, yep. It's Creed, Queek. Queel. Queel. Queel, yeah. And we, we spend some time with Queel. You know, like, you think about it, we're stuck on the same rock for a long time. Right. This, we've been, to your point. A new dadgum planet every single week. Even if we're going back to Dave Navarro, right. we hadn't been there before. Right. And, it's, and when we see Dave Navarro, it's th- through rehab. He's doing a lot better when we see him. So I'm just upset Red Skull wasn't on that planet from this week. <laughs> it's Morag, wasn't it? It rides Morag. Yeah. We see you know, Scarlet's body somewhere. <laughs> so Anyway. I, uh, I, 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 I wish there was a balance between half of what this is and good action. And they haven't found the balance yet because the action of this, I just could. I, the pirate thing, it didn't make no sense to me. And, and to me, I don't think it was a very interesting fight. It really wasn't. Well, it was the first time for me that the Mandalorian felt like a bad guy. And I know he was wearing stormtrooper armor, but he was a bad guy. See, I don't think he was a bad guy. Because I immediately didn't think they were pirates. Like, yeah, definitely I, didn't. I, I did not get a pirate feel from him. I got to get off my planet feel. Pirates steal things. And these guys are <laughs> like, just trying to blow it, <laughs> blow it up. And I was like, the first time I watched it, I was like, eh, like you said, like the action. I'm, I'm bedazzled by the action until you watch the second. For me, on the second pass, and I was like, ooh. I will say it is better than Ice Spiders. Yeah, 
I've only watched Ice Spiders once. I've watched Ice Spiders like four. I've watched every episode like four times before this, the podcast. This one, this one, I could, I could watch it again and still not be upset. I enjoyed it enough. I like Ice Spiders. I, I, I like. I, did, I mean, Frog Lady, Ice Spiders, not for me. The um, the fighting, the flying stuff was cool. The the fighting for on this episode that reminds me, and it may be intentional, but it's very, very Indiana Jones truck fight. <laughs> Maybe it's the top of the train in uh, Last Crusade. Maybe yeah, something. Uh, it's just like I wasn't really crazy. It was very western. It was, it was very western. It was very is, John which Houston. Is, which is fun. I like the whole. You know, we've got the the the, the wagon full of nitro. We've got to get to this, I, and that may be what he'd be doing in the writing. What do we? Ha- what haven't we? What western trope haven't right. we done yet? I like that part. Train just the fight stuff there was like. Go. So then that makes it, them because indigenous peoples. Yeah. Because <laughs> unfortunately, I mean tra- that with no, love. I agree. I, and and they killed them all, much like you did in a western. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> I'm trying not to get upset about my my favorite episode this season. Went from dances with wolves to put a set them on fire. Right, <laughs> it's the searchers all over again. Yep. Um, I, I think my problem with the fight was there's no consequences. Yeah. Other than the awkward saluting from the empire, we're here to kill you all. That gag was kind of interestingly weird to yeah. be in their shoes. I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people talk about the cheering and stuff because we'd never seen that from the empire. But I'm like, the, the empire cheers. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just thought I, I felt for 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 what's his name Migs and Migs, yeah. and 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 Dan it was like how awkward is this for them like, interestingly though the thing that uh, if I I need to watch it a third time but I remember w- weren't there just like random like uh like people in just coveralls walking around right too? so you've mm-hmm. got refiner worker imperial workers who are, said, these dudes are real assholes <laughs> our heroes blew up a refiner did no, those no, people didn't no, get no, out no seriously it's it's it's, it's the, the death star it's Clark, Clark's, Clark's conversation yeah, it's I saw it the, you know, the, 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 the guy who's doing you know just installing those <laughs> space toilets you know, you know these <laughs> these are guys who are working the refiner but you know what they were contracted they knew what they were signing up for and <laughs> I liked I, I got a kick out of the, the, the was not only stormtroopers but you also got shore troopers yep yep from Scarif and I was like they there's no shore near here, but yeah. that's interesting. You get what you get, right? Well, I guess because there was water up top, right? It was right. a dam or something, wasn't it? And I guess the, tra- the 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 transport armor that they have is close to the uh, DPT guys that uh, from Rebels. Yep, but darker. I think yep. it's, I think it's like a, a close between them and Solo's mud trooper armor. Yep. And I also love that the uh, I guess the black the the teardrop black helmets must just be a lot right. of Air Force type stuff, right. like For them, right? Oh, we also saw Imperial gunners. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. Yeah, yeah the gunners. Yeah, yeah. The, gunner, bedpans. the bedpan helmet. Yeah, the bedpan Outside helmet. of like a, a, a super laser, we actually see them like... The we see them a little bit in the Jedi when they're using the turbo lasers, but it's really cool to see a gunner. But so. they're, on like the, they're like the Navy. Right. Right? Yeah. They're, I said Air Force. I'm in the Navy. Yeah. Um, but, um, and, and, and the rest of it, look, I, there's, it's, fine, it's a fine episode. I just, again, my biggest complaint about it is I wish that story arc, mm-hmm. your note... To your credit, let keep it as is. Have this happen slightly earlier so the weight is long. I'm I'm carrying more weight of it. That would have been, it would have made the episode that much more interesting I, for I, me. I think I think that's the problem with doing eight episodes. You, you're, I think they're cramming too much in eight episodes. I, yeah. Two more, give, give them a ten episode season. I don't know why they're really like we're just gonna do eight. I don't, I don't get it. Do well, you, it's because the somehow the number comes out. Right, to, it's a hundred million dollar production. Right, an episode? No, no, hundred million for oh, a season. Season. <laughs> So what is that? What does that come out to? Twenty five? Yeah, something like that. So they couldn't do no, twenty no, no, no. for I ten? Mean, twelve, twelve and a half? Ten for ten. But this it's expensive. <clears throat> it is expensive, but like some of this has to be cheaper because they've already built the volume. 
Part of that part of that production is building the volume. No, I don't think that was. You don't think so? No. Because that's why they built the volume. I came across something else that kind of... Okay. <laughs> yeah. That number? Mm-mm. We'll talk about it offline, I guess. <laughs> well, I don't have confirmed, but I mean... We'll that, talk about it offline. Yeah, that stuff's scary. Uh, I, before... We've touched on a little bit before but before we end the show. I, I really want to talk about that drink scene between the three of them. Yeah. Because um, I know you've touched on it, but I wanted to really kind of deep dive into it. Because first of all, you know, they're looking for something to... Um, toast and out of nowhere Bill Burr mentions Operation Cinder which I is was freaking which is the, losing my mind which is, you know and you've not played the Battlefront no I was watching actually my <clears throat> my sons play it with, with John Boy earlier today right. but they were just playing just just if you're not going to play it 1v1. just go on YouTube and watch the cutscenes that, that's all you need okay actually play story mode I think you'd enjoy it oh I'm sure I would I just don't ever get to you're play you're a pilot my, I don't get to play on my own Playstation I noticed I haven't seen you on squad. I know. Uh, so, so what I'll do is, like one one evening, you want to come up here and play it. We can play off three hundred and sixty. You played them on three hundred and sixty. No, I could just be the adult in my family and tell them to get off my gaming system. No, but, but you're a good dad. <laughs> it's wor- yeah. it's worth it. the story now. It it in this current universe, it's way more. Cinder has a lot more to it than anything else. I just enjoyed uh, earlier watching um, BB Eight beat up on the Emperor. It cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> he was running around. The emperor was trying to electrocute Grace, and Grace was like, "I can do it too." It was great. <laughs> <laughs> BB-8 and Battlefront Two is the dumbest thing they've got. Oh, what that, about well, BB-9E too? Yeah, baby, uh, BB hate. I mean, <laughs> it was so funny when I saw that black droid. You know, I was like, "Oh, we'll call him BB hate because that's great." And they're like, "Where's BB-9?" No, y'all missed an opportunity. Just BB-8, H8 is the greatest name for that thing. Yeah, they pick the weirdest um, characters to put in the the hero mode. Yeah, uh-huh. it's just dumb stuff too. There's, and I'll be honest, if if you don't have a lightsaber, honestly, yeah. just you're not you're not. Oh, gonna I win. watched. You're not going to win. I watched uh, Clone Wars era Obi Wan just eat through all of the dark side. <laughs> just I was like, oh my god! Oh, uh, Maul is uh, vicious. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a day one guy. Yeah, he's a yeah. So he's like you know you get him. He's got the double LA lightsaber and he's just mm, just cruel. Kylo Ren's not bad either. Kylo Ren will like pick you up and freeze you and then. Well, I w- I'm really good with Vader. I like Vader will do the pick up and freeze too, but then you can throw your saber at them. Well, I, I watched Yoda pick up Maul. Like he, Maul was charging. Yoda was like, "No, we're gonna push you off a cliff." Yeah, well, Maul, like, oh, well, Yo- okay. Yoda's got that, and Ray's stupid because Ray's got like uh, holy shields or whatever. I don't know what it is. She did this weird thrust where she was holding the lightsaber like at a weird guard, but then just slid forward like she was on a skateboard and just skewered somebody. Yeah. I was like, "That's weird." Yeah, it's not um, the um. Anyway. I, but for fun, I like playing Han and Lando from time to time. But you, you know. You get to eat up real quick. Lightsabers <laughs> will eat you up. Just eat you up. But anyway, back. I want to talk about um, this this dinner scene. This is enough. Um, having drink, a drink. Having a drink scene. I mean, just he Operation Sender, and you're like, for those who played, and kind of know what it is. And then he gives him this detail about just well, some tough decisions had to be made. And he's like, yeah, my whole platoon. I'm just, oh yeah. my god. Yeah, it's hard to talk about because I don't want to spoil anything for JD. But Go ahead. I'm at this well, point. They basically annihilate them, the planets. They don't yeah. give a shit who's on them. They just blow them up. So the fact is, he's he's Bill Burr's, I guess, somehow survived. Right, I, right. I mean, it's nasty so, what they do. I mean, he's. I mean, it's like... The Emperor is a whiny bitch right. upon death. He's like, kill everything because I'm dead. Yeah. Right. It's like Order 67. It really, <laughs> right. really is. <laughs> Order 67. Six, no. And so... 
Um, Order 69 is very sexy. It's nice. Ooh, that's that, how Ray was made. That's how Ray was made. <laughs> Weird. Activate Operation 69. <laughs> Obviously, you don't know what that is. is Commander Cody. If if you think that's how babies are made, you're not doing it right. (laughs) Commander Cody, initiate operations. I mean, in space, it's different. There's no gravity. Order sixty (laughs) nine. Just just swim over to that spot there. Yeah. (laughs) He he force willed him. (laughs) (laughs) I I knew where this um shrink scene was going to end it was very telegraphed and i didn't care nope it was great it's mm-hmm. so good because i'm like there's no way that dude's going to survive this no also didn't think mix were going to survive it either because he saw den's face but that was interesting also just and at the end of the pop shot with a cycler rifle just yep. you know, because we have to blow up uh, everything imperial <laughs> so sure it was good well, it that, was but great. that was the thing that made cara cara say all right cool you, you died in this explosion like she watched him and it's also what Immediately, I was like, "Man, this would make a cool show if." Yeah. <laughs> and then that announcement, I was like, "Oh, that's going to be a cool show." <laughs> so since they do this weird, like, not quite Western uh, music, you know the, yeah. you know, I, I do want a dun dun dun, dun but Star Wars for I re- bet you get it for for Rebels or whatever. What are we calling it? Uh, new, new Rangers. Rangers. Or- yeah, new Rangers. New Republic Rangers. Awesome. She's a marshal. So, I mean, right. Makes sense to me. If their spaceship Space. doesn't have a red stripe, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> if it has the, a droid, gl- the droid refused to go to space. Right. Yep. Like BA. I'm not getting on that plane. That'd be fantastic. That would be so yeah, great. It'd, it'd be easy. Just flip him off. He flip him back. How do I get on the spaceship? <laughs> yeah, it's a great bit. Every episode. <laughs> have you ever gone back and watched those things we grew up with? Mm-hmm. That yeah. quantum. They, it's the same three jokes every episode. Oh yeah, but it's hilarious every time, and I don't know why. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I tried to go back and watch Airwolf, and it just. Oh, God. I had that song. I never liked Airwolf except the theme song. It's it's bad. Like the first episode, it's like it's daytime. It's nighttime. It's daytime. It's nighttime. It's the same. It's the same scene. Daytime. I've got a little bit trivia before we go. Just four little quick little things. Um, most three of them are just about Arabish. <laughs> uh, the text, the Arabish text, saying on the Juggernaut's display translates to warning. Oh, interesting. Uh, the text on the Mandalorian's uh, Mandalorian logos it translates when he goes to the ATM. Uh, translates to ID scan required, access granted, database equipment, personnel, transport, armory, and S forces. ID scan required. Just yeah. gotta make sure you're human. <laughs> Broken. Uh, at the well, no one expects nerds to know Arabish, and they're like nerds know Arabish. Uh, at the Carthage Chopfields, Megs Mayfield is known is known as M eight three four six six seven, and the Arabish version of those numbers are printed on its coveralls. Cool. And last, I'm but, surprised that number didn't mean something. Yeah, I'm sure it does to someone somewhere. Right. So, and um, something we've not mentioned at all. This is the first episode of The Mandalorian, which the Grogu does not appear on screen at all. Yeah. Yep. Not once. So, and did you miss it? Did you miss Kevin? That's a question I was going to ask right. to close it out because oh, yeah. I'd been thinking about it. I did not miss Kevin. I didn't miss Kevin. No, because because right. we're aware he's still there. No, no. I'm saying I don't need Kevin. Oh no, and I don't think we're going to have him the whole run of the show. I, I really don't. I need Kevin. I can go without him a little bit, but I need some Kevin in my life. Yeah, I, I, I think. Just, 
I have a hard time figuring out how he's going to do it when by the time he is an old man and passing away from old age he's, Kevin's like Kevin's three not, he's not a teenager yet yeah you know he's let's 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 say Din makes it to 90 years old which is another 50 years ish Grogu's only 100 I don't think he gets a space license yet like, no, he's but, seven at that point yeah but that's okay but but no I, it's cool I just Man, that's th- gonna be heartbreaking. Yeah, right. I mean, we lose dogs all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I just got a dog. You like and, dags, and and, and you know what? Yeah, I like you, dags. You're gonna outlive that Mando right there. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Let's hope everything goes right. You'll outlive. We, we that just Mando. need him. Find him. Get him a I Jedi guess, Wookie. Well, here's my thing. <laughs> I I think you could drop Baby Yoda off somewhere. Let's say a Jedi does take Focus him. Center. Yeah, you could drop them off. You could drop when I was a kid. It was the Jewish Community Center. You could drop them off at the Jewish Community Center, leave them there for a while, and you could come back and check in with them, and I'd be okay with that. Like I understand, I don't want to totally, but I don't necessarily need old man and the kid forever. Right. I think you could invent something else, and I would be okay with it. On the flip side, I don't. I mean, you could do the show without the Mandalorian either. Oh, it's totally become that because because we've this seen season that. has proven the, the, the season's pretty much just. just uh, the I, Adventures of Baby Yoda. I, well, just, I, did you see the video I sent sent the, about the every episode of The Mandalorian? Is I didn't watch it. Oh, I it's brilliant. It's okay. uh, cousin is like, up. Oh, uh, we're out of milk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so well, let's go get some milk. And he goes, we don't, we, uh, we don't, uh, we're not going to sell you the milk because uh, we need we need something done first. Yeah, no, oh. yeah, yeah uh, uh, this bad guy he's stealing our Wi-Fi. We don't like that. So can you go kill him? And so Mando goes to kill him and kills him and comes back and goes, oh, baby, you to drink all the milk. The end. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't argue. It's very funny. Yeah, it's true. I'll put it in the show notes. It's, it's good. Anything else, gentlemen? I don't think so. Nah. Uh, uh, next week. Looking forward to it. The next yeah. week's the finale. Dun, and then dun, dun, we'll dun. do one more episode after this of Mando Mondays. And then we'll get back to our regularly scheduled My Star Wars Life. With plenty to talk about. Oh, God, so much, so much. (laughs) Oh, thank God. Like, I was getting worried our show was going to be canceled. (laughs) Just called up Kathleen Kennedy and said, listen, Kathleen, (laughs) I got a couple of stories for you. (laughs) Straight out of the talkies. (laughs) Why were you? (laughs) Does she only understand 1950s? (laughs) Yes, she only understands. smacker. Insert Sean Connery. (laughs) (laughs) Insert Sean (laughs) Connery. Not funny. Oh, no. producer no. face. Producer no, face. No. Producer no. face. <laughs> Cancel culture. Cancel. Uh, My Star Wars life canceled. <laughs> we have six listeners. It's okay. I don't think they're going to care. <laughs> well, no, no. We have five now because Caleb yeah, is Caleb's part of the problem. problem. He doesn't qualify. <laughs> you listen long enough, you become a part. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out to make yours and may the force be with you. I knew you were going to say that. This is the way. I, I just don't. I just don't. I can't. Drew spoke. I have spoken. He had done there spoken. you go. <laughs> Coelia. I'm, uh, I'm I'm for Christmas. I'm gonna make you like a plaque with that to the saying. It's just on the back. It says exactly, and be like, mm, yes, mm, I have spoken. <laughs> heard that song how have you never heard manic monday i mean i probably have i just don't I, all right 
Scotty, you got the woo woos. I'll woo woo. I'll just woo. <laughs> All right, ready? Can I Ric Flair woo? <laughs> Please, yes. <laughs> okay. Ready? Uh, make sure we are recording. We are. Um, that's why we need a producer. Uh, it's. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.